She's Robin. She's Alex. And this is Coworkers Killing Time. And here we talk about everything. Enjoy! Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is episode 52 of Coworkers Killing Time, which means we have a year's worth of episodes now, which is so exciting. Normally, I would have my co-host chime in and say, yes, this is so exciting. But this week, I have a special guest co-host, not Robin. But actually, the reason that the podcast started in the first place is my husband, Dan. Hello, everybody. So, Dan, how did you get the podcast to start? So it was you guys talking about starting it and thinking about ideas, and I had a microphone already, so I walked into the other room, grabbed the microphone, plugged it into your computer, and said, hey, look, it works. Why don't you guys just do a test run? Test run turned into episode one. Right, which we recorded in our living room, so it's a little more echoey than our current episodes because that's a much bigger space. But still fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. And Dan is our first and number one fan. He just wants everyone to know that. Damn right. So today we're doing a really special episode. I'm a big fan of Two Hot Takes on TikTok. I mean, they're a podcast, but I'm a big fan of their podcast or their TikTok channel because they react to Am I the Asshole stories on Reddit and give their opinion on it. And since Dan and I are both very opinionated, sometimes we agree, but sometimes we differ a lot. (laughs) I figured this would be a good test for us. So I think I have four or five queued up. So I'm going to read the story and then we're going to give our reactions, opinions, thoughts. Now I am going to preface this by saying, if you don't know what Reddit is, it's a website. I talk about it a lot on the podcast where it's like an open forum and people can post about different topics. And one of the topics that's in there, one of the groups is, am I the asshole? So people go to this page and they write stories like, I did this and my husband got mad. Am I the asshole in this situation? And then in the comments, people weigh in. But I thought this would be a funny thing for us to do together. So in my first story of Am I the Asshole, the title is Am I the Asshole for Getting the Police Involved Over a Sleepover? So this is a story about a parent having a kid over for a play date and it turns into an impromptu sleepover. So initially, it started as an after-school playdate type thing between the poster's kid and another kid. But as the day started to come into night, I got told by her, the little girl, that her parents would not be home until late from work, until after 10 to be exact, and that her brother, who was usually home after school to watch her, wasn't there, but she didn't know why. The parents who are posting found out later that he would sneak over to his girlfriend's house without telling anyone. Because of this, the parents of the child who was hosting the play date didn't feel like it was safe to send her home by herself and would have to have her stay at their home until the time when the the parents came back. So they figured, like, maybe bedtime, like 8 or 9 o'clock. When we asked her what she would normally do, she said she'd be outside on the street alone until after nine when they got home because her brother wasn't there. She couldn't get into their house. 
So she would just be outside alone. So they didn't feel safe leaving her alone. It got to past 2 a.m. and no one had come to pick this girl up. So the poster tried to call and text the parents with no response. So they ended up calling the police. Then the parents finally responded to the original poster saying they had no right to get the police involved and that the poster was a horrible person because the parents were now being investigated by CPS. Who's wrong here? Am I the asshole? I'd say the the people that left their child there are 100% wrong. Yeah. For so many different reasons, too. I wish I had an age for context to the kids, too. So there is an age. I'm just not... I want your initial reaction before I read the update to this post. Oh, okay. So there is age of the kids. But just, just hearing that story, like, her brother's older, but he yeah. sneaks out to meet his girlfriend. I was like, oh, he must be, like, 16, so maybe this girl's, like, 10 or 12. Okay. okay, so they feel comfortable. Yeah. Like, that was my initial thought before I read the update to this. And I was like, mm, okay, like a 12-year-old I kind of get, leaving home alone. But if she has no way to get into the house, no, the parents are the assholes. That's that's terrible. Like, that's terrible. Well, here's the update. The child is 8 years old, and her brother, who's sneaking out to see his girlfriend, is 12. Holy shit. So... It says, edit, she's eight, and normally her brother, who's 12, would walk her home and has the key. She does not have a spare key. This also is not the first time this has happened, and it happens fairly regularly, and the local authorities are aware of this behavior. This is a prime example of people that shouldn't have children. Yeah, I mean, and I get, if you're, I get if you're working and things, but, like, they're children. A 12-year-old's not going to police an 8-year-old or be liable for their reactions. No, not even close. So in this case, no, that person's not the asshole. That's what I say. No. Yeah. yeah I think they had all the right in the world. It said the parents said, you have no right. You had no right. You're overstepping to call the police on them. Right. So you had all the right to call the police on them. I totally agree. Because, like, we'll have playdates with our kids' friends and if somebody was going to leave them here till two o'clock in the morning, I would be very concerned. Uh, yes. I would at least involve the police in that case to be like, was there an accident? Like, I can't get a hold of these parents. Where are they? It's not always a malicious thing that they were like, oh, we're going to get your kids taken away from you. No, I'm sure, as a, coming from a parent, I'm sure they have the concern of the child's health in mind more than anything. Yeah, I totally so, agree with you. So, that's, yeah. That's why they called. That's why we would call if we were in that situation. Right. But, yeah, oh, well, yeah, that's, well, that makes me feel terrible for that child. Oh, my gosh, me too. Well, we know some people who are, like, not reluctant to do that with their kids in our town who are in sports with our kids. They're not that young, yeah. but, like, middle school and older than our oldest. And I still feel like, oh, my God, the fact that these kids are left alone. That's as often as they are. Like more background too is what culture they are. Yeah, that's because true. Because the culture is a big, a big thing. And as I know, a lot of different cultures will leave their children home alone at really young ages, right? So. Because of the way that they were like yeah, raised themselves a, and things. It's more normal to them. I mean, us. honestly, if my grandma and grandpa didn't live next door, I feel like my parents would have left us home alone to work. Like, truly, I feel like that would have been happening. (laughs) So, okay, the next one, I had to pick this one because the name reminded me of when I was pregnant, and it says, am I the asshole for asking my pregnant girlfriend to pay for or replace my meal because she ate all of it? 
<laughs> I like it already. I mean, usually in our house, it's the other way. Like, I have leftovers that I'm really excited about, and someone else eats them. Or leftovers stay in the fridge for a really long time, and then I'll eat them. Like, oh, nobody's yeah. gonna eat this Chinese, I'll eat that. You know the rule, though. Yeah. If your name's not on it, somebody's eating it. So, here's the story. Am I the asshole? I've, 26-year-old male, been with my girlfriend, 29-year-old female, for going on two years. Before we ever met, she and her sister had been working on her being a surrogate for the sister and her sister's husband. Global things, of course, delayed that. We talked about her agreement before we got together, and now she's pregnant for them, being her sister's surrogate. She's staying with them for now, but she comes over to my place frequently to spend time with me when she's free. It's not so bad, but she either raids my kitchen or she complains that nothing looks good and wanted me to keep some of her for sure cravings on hand. I know for me it was always like salt and lemons. I could not get enough of either of those when I was pregnant personally. My parents came to visit me and asked if I wanted them to pick anything up for me on their way. They had to pass one of my favorite restaurants to get here, so I said yes. They showed up. We visited with each other. I ate a little bit of what they brought me, since I wasn't really hungry yet, and put the rest in the fridge for dinner that night. My girlfriend wound wound up coming over for a bit after they left. She got hungry and wanted a snack and came out with the container that I had put my leftovers in and goes, can I have some of this? I told her yes. She came back with a plate, and she didn't take some of it. She took all of it and put all kinds of shit on it so we couldn't even share. That sounds like me with hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) I told her that I said she could have some, and she just ate all of what I intended to have for dinner. So I asked her to either send me money to pay for it so I could go get some myself, Or she could make the drive and get me another order. She didn't want to drive that far, and she didn't think she should have to pay me for anything. I told her she should because it'd just be nice of her to do since I get she gets cravings, but it's not like she's pregnant with my kid or we live together. She left at that (laughs) point, left the food half uneaten, and I wouldn't eat it because of what she put on it. A couple hours later, my mother called. My girlfriend had texted her about what happened, and my mom gave me an earful about how I have no idea what it's like for my girlfriend right now. I need to be supportive and let things go. Am I the asshole? Well, there's a lot lot to unpack on this one. There is, and it's really tricky because reading it and reading the financial situation, I I thought, because I know they put their ages at the beginning, but when you get to the financial situation part, you're so far down. I'm like, how old is this guy? Like 21? The fact that he can't afford food and wants her to pay him back for it. But then I'm like, no, he's 29. And, oh, no, he's, sorry, he's he's 26. She's 29. He's 26, and his parents paid for the food. So I don't think any sort of financial reimbursement should have been offered up. No. But I do think... Because that's what I was going to say. Didn't it say his parents bought the food? (laughs) Yeah. His parents bought the food. You're 26 years old. (laughs) You're the man. But then there's that whole element of... She's pregnant with someone else's baby. Right. It seems like there's more to this than just the food. The food was like what made it boil over. Like, well, I think this food made it boil over because he says in the comments like, oh, well, I she comes over and raids my, my supplies. And you know what that's like. Yeah. Like if somebody eats all the good snacks and then there's like a bag of half-eaten chips and, he, that you don't want left. Did he say she was demanding to have her cravings there? 
It said that she complains nothing looks good and wanted me to keep some of her for sure cravings on hand. So it doesn't say demand. So they don't live together. No, but she comes over. But if you're pregnant, she should also be responsible for herself. Right. And like, come with a backpack full of snacks. Right. But on the flip side, as the man, he should... And as her boyfriend. Yeah. Because it's... It's not like they just got together. They've been together for two years if they went through the pandemic yeah. before this. Like, they were going to do the surrogacy earlier, but then it, the pandemic pushed it off. So, like, he knew this was coming. And I'm sorry, but being pregnant sucks. You might love being pregnant, but both of my pregnancies were bad. Your body hurts. You're always hungry, but you're never hungry because you're so full. Nothing sounds good. You're cranky. So I get why the mom called him and was like, you need to chill because she's going through a lot. But at the same time, I don't really know why the girlfriend involved the mom. Because, again, it's not their baby. So this is, like, a very, like, complex, oh, yeah. paradoxical story where there's, like, lots of facets. Yeah. I still think he, there should be no financial compensation of no. any kind. Like, if he wanted more food, go get more food. Or say, no, you can't have that. Right. So, I mean, there's that, Or too. set the parameter of... Yeah, you can have some, but only have a little. I want the rest of it for dinner. I'd say he's an asshole for a different reason. Yeah. Not that he wants her to pay back. That's just petty. Yeah. I think he's an asshole for not telling her up front not to eat it. Right. If he wanted it that bad, be like, no, you can have anything else but that. Right. Or Or a small amount of it. Or, hey... Split it into two plates and heat it up. Yeah. And you can put all your bullshit on well, there. Well, so and here's the thing. I'm assuming that what he meant by shit she put on it means condiments, right? And be. we know in our relationship that I am the sauce boss. Yeah. I put so much crap on everything I eat because it just makes it taste well, so I, much better. Yeah, I relate to that part. But cause... you don't like any of that stuff no. usually. And you're... especially not anything spicy. Yeah, your leftovers are gross. <laughs> so, uh, but see, and that's, that's also a two-way <laughs> street because they've been together for two years. No, they don't live together, but you're obviously eating meals together. We didn't live together when we first started dating, but I knew your food preferences. You know what? From a man to a man, I know what's wrong with this man. (laughs) It's not about the meal. It's not about the food. Sexual frustration. Oh, my God. Yeah, probably because she's not getting any. It's not even his baby. He probably doesn't even want to deal with this bullshit, and he was too much of a pussy to say... I don't want to be around you since you're going to be a surrogate for your sister's kid. Well, and that's the thing, too. Run right then. It probably depends how pregnant she is also. Because if she's, like, super pregnant and it's almost over, then, like, no, she's not in the mood to do anything. It's not the fun time where it's like, oh, yay, I'm so excited. And it's, like, her body changed. And not that I'm saying this guy's shallow or anything like that. But, like, there's body changes. There's all the things that happen in pregnancy that... Let's could just, make let's just think of that it, not happening bitchy attitudes and hormones yeah. yeah that's true and then you're dealing with that. and not even just bitchy attitudes getting upset all the time and crying because like i'm sure that this whole interaction pushed her over the edge yeah. because she's already like high hormones and very upset <laughs> uh, like you know because yeah. imagine when i was pregnant if you were like I wanted that, and you put sauce on it. I would have been like, <laughs> you would have been like, all right, I'm leaving to go get more food. Although oh. you you were the best food runner. I think I ate 2 billion Chipotle burritos during my first pregnancy, and you always went and got them with extra hot sauce. How many times did I say no to any of them? No, never. In two pregnancies. I know, but then the, but then the younger Zero. one was the weirdest cravings, because I just wanted like straight up lemons all the time. 
Like we would buy bags of lemons and I would make lemon water and then I'd be like, nope, I just have to eat the lemons. Yep. Very you, weird. You always got what you wanted, but I also wasn't with you with as a you being right, a surrogate. True. true, and we were married, and we it, they were your babies. Yeah, my parents didn't bring me my favorite food, and I would have said, <laughs> "Don't you touch that shit." <laughs> Or you well, can have half of it. I will split it with you. The good you. news is that when your parents bring stuff like that, it's usually like things they got from your meme that are French Canadian things that I would never eat, like that meat pie filling stuff. You're really gonna out me as a French Canadian? <laughs> We're That's both French Canadian. Yeah, you know I. Uh, you know, I'm not proud of that. Okay. Well, anyway, that. But I'm saying that's the type of stuff your parents would bring over, so I would never eat that anyway. So that was safe. The next one, I did not read this one, but I picked it because Wait, I... One more thing I'd add to yeah, that one. Yeah, sure. Because the, the, I'm trying to put myself in this guy's position. Yeah. If my mom called me to bitch me out about the goddamn food, mm -hmm. I'd be like, well, why didn't you bring... If you want to stick up for her, why didn't you bring her one too? Yeah, exactly. Boom, right you there. You knew she's pregnant and you knew she was coming over after this. Don't get in my face. But about at the end it. of the day, suck it up there, Mr. 26. You can pull out some money and go buy and buy it again. Yeah, you can afford if you're 26 and you're not living with your parents, which clearly he's not, you can afford yeah. to buy your own food. Cuz then you can passively bitch at her all the time for a couple weeks about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> remember that food I used to have that I didn't get to eat? <laughs> Only my favorite. Oh, my God. So, anyway, my <laughs> next story that I have for Am I the Asshole, I did not read this, but I knew that just by the title, you would be like, this person is an asshole. So, I'm going to read the title, and you're going to tell me, just based off of that, do you think this person's an asshole? Okay? Off the title only. Yep. Okay. Am I the asshole for storing my dog's waste bags outside my doorstep? With no more context? Yes. A hundred percent. Yep. And that's what I think so, too. Because... Even if you live in a house, gr like, gross. And if you Outside, live in an apartment, I, yeah, they, super gross. From that, I just imagine a pile of those, like, little blue dog shit yeah. bags. Mm -hmm. Like, tied off in a clump next to a door. Right, and I was imagining, like, an apartment hallway. Yeah. I was, like, I was what, picturing the concrete steps yeah, to, either, like, the stoop. Yeah, either that. shitty ghetto place. Or, like, even, like, a house like ours. Like, leaving poop bags out here. Like, animals would be taking them all over the place. Gross. I got the big trash bin right there. Like, you might right. as well throw it out right there. Right. So, here is the... Oh, no, it gets so much worse. Here's the first sentence. Am I the asshole for storing my dog's waste bags outside my doorstep? I live in a townhouse in the city that has a common front door with my downstairs neighbor. So, you share a front door. It's getting worse. So, I don't stink up my apartment or the basement, which is a common area for storage as well as laundry, and where the trash bins are stored. I drop my dog's poop bags right next to the steps that lead up to the front door. At most, there will be maybe five to six bags at a time. That seems like too many bags. Yeah. It's already <laughs> too many. When we go to the dog park, there's trash cans there. But just walking on our block, there's not. The bags are not in anyone's walking path and are even hidden behind a planter. It's still shit inside of a bag. Yes. This person is not winning with He's us. just a lazy person. My downstairs neighbor has already left a very vulgar note expressing his dislike, like, not knowing it was like us, and thinking it was someone random. We've since let him know, hey, it's us, we just keep them there to not stink up inside, and on trash day, which is Fridays, they go into the bin at the curb. 
In the two weeks since his note and knowing it's us, he's made comments in person to both my girlfriend and our roommate and was very rude. He has seen me multiple times and not a peep. We share the property. He uses the trash bins that we bought and the sidewalk is city property anyway, so he can't even argue that. And the bags are impossible to step on unless you go out of your way to jump in a little one-by-one area behind the planter below two steps. Are we being unreasonable here? If so, does anyone have any clever solutions they use for city living? So what do you think? Who's the asshole? Oh, it's a, it's the dog shit people for sure. So, <laughs> so they're letting they're letting a whole week's worth sit there. Yeah. That's what the 5 is. I could see possibly one day like if at night at night or something, but I don't know why any you would do this no matter what cuz you could I don't buy know why a little you would do bin this either because they also said there was trash cans at the dog park and if you're going to the dog park weekly take a little like disposable plastic so a, bag and put all the li- it's a townhouse townhouse with a shared front door and shared basement so but I'm saying like even if you are going to collect these bags at the end of the, when you go to the dog park if there's like two or three throw them in a little like plastic ba- a bigger plastic bag or like a Ziploc and walk to the dog park and throw them out there if you have to. But keeping them on your step is disgusting. Yeah, like the little bathroom trash cans. That would be like if people who had babies the- were like, I'm leaving these diapers on my front step because I don't want the garbage to stink up my house. Yeah. I can only imagine what the rest of their house is like. I know they don't want to stink it up, but it's like, it's got to be nasty. If if you want to leave bags of dog shit outside, I mean, it's your property. Take some pride for it. So for this one, because it's so outlandish, I had to scroll down to the comments. So the first one says, you're the asshole. I wouldn't want bags of shit on the steps outside my door either. I don't think many people would. Are you not allowed to have a trash can stored outside or in the garage that you can put them in? If not, get a diaper genie. Just like humans with diapers. That's what I'm saying. A little trash <laughs> yeah. can by the door. And you can right. stock them up for a week and then take the bag once a week. Then yeah. You don't have to look at it. So I think for right now, we've had three stories. Two are definitely, you're the assholes. And then that one guy was like, you are a little bit, but you aren't a little bit. Yeah. So we have like one tie and two definitely, you're the asshole. Okay. This one is, I also didn't read this one, but the top, the headline was too good. I had to choose it for our purposes. Am I the asshole for making my parents choose between my sister going to jail or replacing my car with their vacation money? <laughs> Your eyes when I read what? that were just like, my brain just registered what you said. And what is wrong with this Am I the asshole person? for making my parents choose between my sister going to jail or replacing my car with their vacation money. Yeah. So it seems like the two options here are bail the sister out of going to jail or replace this person who's 17-year-old's car and lose out on their vacation money. I already it's feel like horrible like for these parents. Yeah. So here's the story. I, female, 17, oh, live boy. with my parents. Did you just say, oh? I said, oh, boy. <laughs> I have an older sister, 29, that they had when they were super young. Like, I think my mom was 19 and my dad was 18. 
They did not do a great job with her, and she has a lot of problems. She is chronically unemployed, and she is a thief. She has two kids that are okay. They live with us as well because her boyfriend didn't want them around. I like the kids, but they are little spoiled brats my parents dote on to make up for being shitty parents to their mom. My parents won't let me put a lock on my door because it is their house and they don't want that. No problem. I talked to the kids and explained about what would happen if they came into my room without permission. We have an understanding. Well, my sister broke up with her boyfriend and needed a place to stay. I begged my parents not to let her stay with us. They declined. So I begged again for a lock on my door. No dice. I have to go to school so I can't guard my stuff at all times. When I came home on Friday, I found my car absolutely trashed and the side of it destroyed. My sister had gone into my room, found my spare key, and taken my car. Then lost control on the ice a day after or after a day of eating crap and tossing fast food wrappers everywhere. She sideswiped a tree. When I saw my car, I was livid. I told my parents that I expected her to pay for it. They said she didn't have any money, so I said that I would call my grandparents. They had helped me get the car and insurance. After talking with my grandfather, I came back to talk with my parents. I said that the insurance would cover fixing or replacing my car, depending on the damage, but that I would have to file a police report and that my sister would probably be charged for stealing my car. They begged me to tell insurance that she had my permission. I said, nope. So rather than go through insurance, they are replacing my car, but they are using money that they had set aside to take me and my nieces to Orlando next summer for my graduation. It's fine. I can do without seeing Disney World again, but my parents, sister, and nieces are upset with me and saying that I'm an asshole for denying my nieces the opportunity to go on a vacation that they have never had. I just asked them for if a lock for my door would have been cheaper. Am I the asshole? Man, I feel like a lot of that that 17-year-old girl's side of the story. Well, her side of the story, okay. there's a lot being left Here's out. Here's the vibe that I get from this story immediately as a former 17-year-old girl. Oh she immediately writes, my nieces are spoiled brats. So are you. Yes. Like, I get the vibe that you're also a spoiled brat. Because the fact that you're like, oh, you better take this money and replace this car or I'm sending my sister, not necessarily to jail, but I'm filing charges against my sister. And that's the thing, too, because she said the grandparents helped her get the car. So, like, is the car even in the 17-year-old's name? So, it's like, it's not technically your property. Yeah, that's one thing I thought. Like, 17, you might have a shared car, like the extra car. Right. Like, did the sister actually take it? She, the 17-year-old thinks the sister stole it, but right. she actually was, they were like, oh, you could use you it. You can use it, right. Because, like, I had a car when I was young, and my parents bought it for me, and it was definitely in my dad's name, so it wasn't technically my car, but I just drove it all the time. Yeah. And then her saying the, the they did a bad job with the other sister. They did a bad like, job with you, bitch. They, yeah, they like, did a bad job with both of you. Yeah, like, you're, you're both just, entitled. Yeah, you're too close to it to see, uh, young lady. I also have to, like, say, I, I don't appreciate the fact that the sister went in and took her keys, but again, you don't know if the parents let her. Yeah. It's not like the niece drove the car. If, the, if that sister really did go take the keys and take the car without permission, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, that's messed up. And that would be... And then you smashed up the car, but then why are they protecting her and not making her responsible for what she did? Right, exactly. Probably because they don't do that to any of their children. But clearly. 
since they're like, she's like, I won't involve. And then the fact that she's like 17 and blackmailing her parents being like, all right, I won't involve the police if you take all the money for this vacation and get me a different car. Yeah. Like, that's pretty crazy. I never would have thought of anything that devious when I was 17. No. <laughs> like, I would have just been like, oh, man, no. I have to drive this crap dented car. You got to play the long game with that one. You got to help that. You got to help the older sister get her life back together. Okay. Get a job, get her place, get a nice car, then steal her car and smash it the fuck up. <laughs> And go, how does that feel? <laughs> Boom. Like 20 years after the fact. I was going to say 10, but between 10 and 20 years. Oh, my God. Again, long game. Oh, my gosh. So there is an edit from this that says, edit. Hey, I just got home from school. There's now a deadbolt on my bedroom door, and my mom gave me a key. She says that she is keeping the other one for emergencies. I agreed as long as it was only for emergencies that she, the mom had the key. Again, you're 17. You live in your parents' house. It's your room, but it's not your room. And the other, if her car was truly hers, like we were talking about before, you have a room. Like, be responsible for your key and hide it somewhere or take it with you. That's what makes me believe that it wasn't just her car. So, this is crazy because the comments are all like, you're not the asshole, you're not the asshole. Blah, blah, blah. I agree with you. Stay strong. You aren't the one who ruined the vacation. Your sister and your parents who enabled her are responsible for that. So now I'm wondering, is everyone here commenting also 17? But then somebody said, your sister is unquestionably the shining star. You don't think your parents here wouldn't gladly give her the key if she wanted it? Bingo. And I agree. I think if you think the... If you think the other sister's the asshole, you're you're just reading the story without thinking of any other details that are left out or possibilities. Right. Because at first when you hear it, you're like, oh, yeah, she's the asshole because she, like, wrecked your car. Yeah. But, like, why did you have to throw in that she was eating fast food? She's, like, a single mom yeah, that, who doesn't have a yeah. great life, has to feed her kids. Like, I feed the kids McDonald's a lot, and I have my life pretty well together, so you don't need to throw the fast food shaming in there. It doesn't even make sense to the story. I was going to cut you off during that to say that, but I was just like, eh, I, don't, I don't get why you're saying that. I just think that she's trying to like throw in another like dig at her sister. Yeah. So, okay. So, that one, we think that she's the asshole also? Asshole. Okay. So, three assholes, one half and half. So... For the next story, we have, am I the asshole for telling my husband's daughter to stop calling me mom? Oh, this will be a good one. So I didn't read this one either, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, this seems like a good topic for us because we're both parents. Like, obviously, we're, we've been married for 11 years only to each other. So we've never been in this situation, but I did want to weigh in on this. So I, 42-year-old female, met my husband, 44-year-old male, six years ago, and we have been married for two years. He has a daughter, seven-year-old female, from a previous marriage that didn't end well after his ex cheated on him. His daughter rarely ever sees her mom as she constantly travels the world. I feel awful that his daughter hasn't had a good mother figure in her life, so I've been trying my best to take her out and do girly things and bond with her since her mother isn't around to do so. She always would call me by my first name, but for the first time when we were sitting at the table for dinner, she called me mom, and it just didn't feel right. It made me uncomfortable. I told her that I'm sorry, 
but I'm not your mother. You can't call me that, sweetie. And she was shocked and started to tear up a bit. My husband and I were arguing all night, and he was telling me what I did was awful. He told me that she feels comfortable and close enough to me to call me mom, and I should feel special for her calling me mom. He doesn't want to see how I feel from my side. Her mother is still very much alive, and I don't want to disrespect her by taking her title as mom. It all feels very awkward, as I'm used to her calling me by my name. Life was moving moving so smoothly until she had to call me mom. So am I the asshole for not wanting to be called mom? Oh, boy. So for I'm going to say yes. I agree, and I think it's a situational thing, because if it was like a thing where the mom was highly involved... And they saw her all the time, and the little girl saw her all the time, especially being seven. We have a seven-year-old. Yeah. If I was never around and, like, and just basically left the kids, and you remarried, I would understand our youngest calling that person mom. Hmm. That's, yeah. Because you're not part of their life anymore. Exactly. And the... And then why did the little girl? Why did the little girl want to call her mom? Right, because she's been taking her out and doing mom things, and I yeah. think they're at a vulnerable age where, like, if they don't have a mom or dad, they notice that because they're in school. They're noticing that everybody else has a mom or dad or both or whatever amalgamation they have or two moms or two dads, whatever. But they're noticing the differences between families and they start to question that. So I think if the little girl, and especially a seven-year-old, if she felt comfortable enough to call her mom, the fact that this stepmother, like, crushed her soul because she felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Part of being a... Well, obviously that woman's not ready to be a parent because part of being a parent is being in uncomfortable situations and stuff like that. Two years they'd been together? They've been married for two years. Oh, married for yeah. two years. So they've, they've, been met, together. they've been together for six years and married for two years. The daughter's seven. So she's been with the little girl since she was one. Yes. The girl doesn't have a, mem- a memory of anything before that. And if she doesn't see the mom, she might barely remember her mom where she needs... Obviously, the kid needs a um, female figure in her life. I agree with that. And, and it's I mean, like a cry for, I need I need somebody. Well, and not even just that. I think it's anything along those lines because I look at, like, your sister's relationship with her stepkids. Like, they have your sister and their mom and then they have their dad from their mom's first marriage and they call your sister mom because they're so young that they've almost never known a life without her. Yeah. Like, and and that's fine. Both the parents are still there. They have a mom, they have a dad, but she's not your sister's name. She's mom. Yeah. And I think that that's also important because when you've been in a child's life since they were basically born, if they want to call you mom, let it happen. Let it happen. You yeah. Deal, deal with being uncomfortable. I think that's... But you just did a lot... You got a lot of backpedaling to do. Yeah, you did after, a lot of After damage. swatting her down, she built up the courage to say it to you. It couldn't have been easy for the girl. And right. You're going to swat her down like that? Like, don't call me that. Like, I'm uncomfortable. And again, it's a seven-year-old, so you can't really reason with them about why. And then, like, I know for our seven-year-old, if you did something like that, that crushed his emotions like that, he would then never again open up to you. No. Because that's his personality. Yep. And I don't know about this little girl, but it seems like she was pretty crushed. Yeah. 
if you're spending time with her and stuff and you love her like a like a you should like she's your own well and then even the wording of this he has a daughter from a previous marriage his daughter so it's not like our daughter she doesn't call her her daughter either I think that this lady is trying to be respectful of the fact that the mother is still alive, but to the detriment of her relationship with the little girl. Yeah. I don't know. I can't... I don't know what it's like to be a step-parent, obviously. I don't either, but look at... But I look at the step-parents in our lives, like your sister, um, our friend who plays sports with Camden, his son, his stepson plays sports with Camden. They're the types of step-parents who have stepped in and fully immersed themselves in those roles. And I think that's what most step-parents want. Yeah, it's true. But also on on the other side, if the mother's still around, no matter what kind of piece of shit the mother could be since she's not around in the girl's life that much... Like, you think she doesn't want a positive person? Like, a, she doesn't want someone in that kid, child's yeah. life? and, like, maybe that's the mother just example. has a job, like, where she has to be traveling out yeah. of the country, and that's why she's not around. Yeah. But, like, I would, if we ever got divorced and you were remarried, I would want the boys to have a stepmother that they, like, loved. And if they're this young, and she came into the picture now, by the time it's, like six or seven years later like this, I would definitely expect them to be like, Mom, this is also my mom. Yeah. Because it would be. So. She'll never get that back, though. Yeah, I don't think so. Down the road, if she wants her to call her mom, I think she's solidified that that never will she be called mom by this child. See, in this comment right here is what I was looking for. It says... And also, the little girl knowing her bio mom is mostly absent. She's now been rejected by more than one mother. Yeah. That's got to be devastating. Yeah. That's terrible. I feel bad for that kid. So that's, yeah, that's poor little, poor little girl. So, okay. And the last one, we are going to end with a holiday themed one. Am I the asshole for not allowing my sisters to come spend Christmas with me and my family? I, 29-year-old male, am my parents' only child together. So how does he have sisters? My dad, 55-year-old male, had an affair which resulted in a pregnancy and my mom left him over it. The woman, the woman had twin girls, Bella, 19-year-old female, and Amy, 19-year-old female, fake names, and I deeply resented all three of them for many years. With time and therapy, I was able to let go of most of my anger, but I will never be close to Bella and Amy and just opted to be polite whenever I saw them or their mom. In a tragic twist of almost laughable karma, it was revealed that the woman my dad left my mom for wasn't as true to him as she led him to believe and that Bella and Amy weren't his children. It got nasty, and they divorced when Bella and Amy were 16. My dad agreed to still be a part of Bella and Amy's lives at the time and opted for 50-50 custody. However, after a health scare, Bella decided she wanted to find and reach out to her bio dad. And while my dad wasn't happy about it, Bella soothed his worries while she stated that it would only be for medical purposes, as she had no desire to have him in her life. My dad helped Bella find him, and they had a meeting and never said anything about it again. Unfortunately, it was revealed that Bella lied and was still seeing her dad in secret, and Amy eventually joined her. My dad wasn't happy about it, and there was an argument, but when Amy brought up how it was in their rights to see their dad, something in my dad snapped. He got quiet and told the girls that they were right, 
And when Amy and Bella left to spend the summer with their dad and his family, my dad put his house up for sale, moved all of Amy and Bella's things to a storage unit, deleted his social media, and changed this number. I'm assuming that means his number, but they wrote this number. My, this is a level of petty that you strive to be daily, I feel like. My, dare you. My dad sent a letter, Bella and Amy, to Bella and Amy to their mom's place explaining what he had done and that they had 30 days before he cut off all financial support. Examples, their college funds, phone, etc. Saying, on. let's recap. The father had one son. Yeah, with his wife. With his wife. Cheated, had two more. Had two twin daughters with his floozy lady on the side. Okay. That's the Before three, they turned three si- children. Yeah. Before the two girls turned 16, he found out that his floozy lady on the side actually had these kids. The twins weren't his. With a different man. Cool. So the twins went and found their dad. And then we're like, no, it's just for medical purposes. We don't want to hang out with him. But then they're hanging out with him. So the dad sold the house, put all their stuff into a storage unit, and sent them this letter. That they had 30 days before he cut off all financial support, college funds, phones, etc. Saying that since their bio dad is so important to them, he can be their father fully. My dad hasn't spoken to the girls since, and his side of the family is on his side, thinking that Bella and Amy are ungrateful and just as disrespectful as their mom. Bella and Amy have reached out to me to help them see and talk to my dad again, but I don't want to get involved, nor do I even know where to find him. We just call, text, and FaceTime each other. My father finally reached out, asking if he could come spend Christmas with me, my wife, our daughter, and my wife's parents, and I agreed. I'm not sure how, but Bella and Amy found out and told me that they were going to come over, too. Not ask, but told me. I said no. I know that eventually my dad is going to have to talk with Bella and Amy, but I don't want that drama at my house during my daughter's first Christmas. I told my dad about Bella and Amy, and he said that he said everything he needed to in his letter to them and has no desire to talk to them. I told Bella and Amy that they are not welcome, and they, along with their family and friends, are now calling me. Am I the asshole? Hell no. Yeah. Hell no, he's not the asshole. But the dad, this dad is like <laughs> a savage. Yes. This guy is fucking cool. I like him. Well, you don't like, like the cheating style. part, though. I forgot about that. Because you don't already. agree with that. But for- you like the pettiness don't part. speak for me. Listen, I like the rest of it, and I forgot about that whole part of it. I think that gets canceled out because he cheated, then. Oh, no, that's karma. Yeah. Whatever. I don't care about that part of it. <laughs> You just like the level of petty that oh, he is. Oh my god, to sell your house, cut him <laughs> off financially, and just tell him to kick rocks. And put all their stuff in the storage unit. So gangster. You know, a little, like, GIF thing where the sunglasses and the joint and the thug life? Yeah. It's like, this is the guy, thug life. <laughs> so gangster. I don't think the kid whose dad this is is no. the asshole at all. I think keep, He's just trying to keep drama out of his I house. I think his... Once sisters who are not sisters anymore did kind of asshole stuff to the dad and lying that they weren't trying to have a relationship with their real dad. They shouldn't but have why him along it, like that. But why is he so upset about that? Because then it goes back to being a step parent. You were a step parent that whole time. You helped yeah. raise those right. kids. 
and then you're going to cut them off that easy? Because they weren't, That's pretty crazy. they didn't come out of your... I mean, the dad's an asshole. He's yeah. a gangster, but boy, is he an <laughs> asshole. But, I mean, you got to respect him for what he did. Yeah, so, I mean, on the side of the son... I get not wanting them to have, not wanting to have any of these people at your daughter's first Christmas. No. Because that's like, you want to have that memory, like, oh, it's their first Christmas, it's so cute, like little family traditions, not squabbling and fighting and yelling. Man, I can't even, I can't even stand holidays when two people get into <laughs> drunken political kind of, like arguments <laughs> and it's like, get the fuck out of my house. Shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Yeah. Imagine this kind of drama and bullshit. No. Oh, I wouldn't even want that. This guy, he's doing the right thing. Yeah, I think the... I th- I don't think he's the asshole. So, I think, what was this, our sixth one? So, I think we had four assholes. Yeah. One not, and then one a little bit yes, a little bit no. Yeah. So, but I think that these were pretty good. W- what did you think about your first, am I the asshole... Foray. Do you like those? Oh, I like those. <laughs> I'd love to love to find the gem ones. Oh, yeah. There's some there's, good ones. There's got to be some really funny ones. I've heard some good ones on TikToks, and I was going to bring some of them up, but, I mean, they've already been so, like, cycled through social media, so I'm sure there like, will be... Yeah, the, the examples you get showed me on TikTok were super funny. These ones were more, like, real and emotional. Yeah, well, I mean, except the dog poop one. Yeah, it was just kind of ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of ridiculous. But the the other ones, you know, like include, you know, having children involved in yeah. stuff. It's tough because, you know, we, that's, it, it hits close to the heart. Well, right. So. But that's why I thought that they were interesting topics to do because the comments will say one thing, but then because we're like almost 40 and parents ourselves, we have a different viewpoint than the people who are in the comments. Or maybe we agree with the people who are in the comments. And that was something that I was kind of watching too. So I thought that that was pretty interesting. Very interesting. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode, Dan. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for coming and filling in for Robin. I appreciate that. If you want to send us any Am I the Asshole stories or just let us know if you liked this episode and what you thought about it, you can email us at coworkerskillingtime at gmail.com. Yes. I would say you could post on Facebook and Instagram, but since my social media got deleted, I have not had time to remake those. And I don't know if my new social media accounts are going to stay or get deleted. So I'm kind of waiting things out. But eventually we will have a Facebook page again and an Instagram again. So be on the lookout for those. And for now, just email us at Gmail. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.